0: Good morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Beau Templin. Thank you for listening to the show. Let's kick off this week with just a killer Killer Monday. Today is Monday, September 19th, 2022, and we're just gonna bring it this week. I can feel it. I'm gonna be out in NY, New York, working at the uh, Hudson Yards office for Vayner Media, so I'm excited. Been here for a few days already, got to hang out with lots of the one thirty-seven p.m. team and, and the whole Vayner Media family. It's been spectacular getting to see people that I've worked with on so many different projects. It's been a blast. I've had so much fun. It's honestly just been one of the best weeks of my life, and I'm excited to keep it going. Uh, As I said, today is Monday, September 19th, 2022. We're going to start 731 a.m. by saying happy birthday to Trey Young. We're going to say happy birthday to Jimmy fallon and there is this rumor about jimmy fallon and i I actually love this because it's so random that it has to be true but apparently in the office of jimmy fallon there is a giant pickle that will hang from the ceiling of the office but the reason that it's important is that this is a pickle that has been passed down through the generations from one host to the next host to the host after that and it was you know David Letterman who obviously was Fallon's predecessor and Letterman was the one who gave him the pickle Conan um, (laughs) O'Brien was also gifted the pickle at one point no one is exactly certain of the origin of this pickle story, but apparently it gets passed down from generation to generation in the NBC Late Show family, and uh, I like that story. For some, reason. I like I like those little traditions. Today on 7:31 a.m., we have stories in sports, and then we have a story in entertainment. But to be fair, it's honestly pretty closely tied to sports as well. But we're going to start over in sports with our week two of the NFL recap. A lot of great action on Sunday this week. It was kind of a slow start, and I was a little let down through the first half of the day. Wasn't sure how the games were going to shape up, but holy smokes, by the end of the day, we had nail-biter after nail-biter after nail-biter. Let's start here. The Cincinnati Bengals lose to the Dallas Cowboys, and Joe Burrow is going to get hurt. The Bengals are in trouble. I don't know if this is all on the offensive line of the Cincinnati Bengals. It could be the play calling. It could be too many deep balls being thrown by Joe Burrow and the offensive coordinator. I don't know what is causing this. But the Bengals are having major, major offensive line issues. Here's a couple interesting stats about the Bengals. The Bengals extend their streak of allowing three sacks or more in seven straight games going into last season teams giving up at least six sacks are one and 21 since the start of 2021 uh the Bengals have allowed six and that was with 19 minutes to go in the game they've allowed 13 sacks through two weeks of the NFL season back-to-back weeks now this is just this is a sloppy team and it's a bummer because they're so talented they, it keeps them alive at all in these games, but they're just, they're really, really sloppy, and, and the sacks are going to cost them. In another game, the Jets pull off just a ridiculous comeback during Week Two's NFL Sunday against the Browns. The Browns were up just all game long, and if you saw Gary V's reaction... the game, you kind of get the energy of what was going on. With less than three minutes in this game, the Jets had less than a 0.01% chance of winning but one thing turned into another there was a defensive breakdown by the Browns all of a sudden they miss a kick and you've got a completely new ball game and the Jets walk away with a win looking at a couple other scores the Cardinals would come back to defeat the Raiders in just a thriller of a game in overtime Uh, the Texans Broncos pretty ugly game Broncos seem to be cruising through over there and the Rams take down the Falcons 31-27 the Falcons did come back a little bit late in that game so that was certainly you know interesting but really it felt like the Rams were in in a good chunk of control throughout the majority of it the Buccaneers take down the Saints but again kind of not a great performance from from Tampa Bay over there and then the Lions squeeze by and get a win over the Commanders the Dolphins Probably the game of the week. I don't know. There were a lot of these, but this was certainly one of the games that, that had our attention on Sunday. The Dolphins and the Ravens tied up at 35 apiece. This was a shootout. It was close. It was competitive. The Dolphins proving to be a really, really legit football team for the AFC East and the Ravens. Man, oh man, this is a fun team to watch. Lamar Jackson's doing his thing. I think they just ran into a a good Dolphins team. But this was fun, and Lamar Jackson was putting the moves on. He is earning. Remember, this is a contract year for Lamar Jackson. So every time he goes out there, he is playing with the idea of, hey, I'm going to get paid for how I play this year. Just lots and lots of fun in the NFL, no doubt about it. Okay, and then we can head into our next sports story, and that is a fight night recap of the weekend. Canelo Alvarez defeats Triple G. It was the end of an era on Saturday, honestly. I talked about how Triple G and Canelo Alvarez has been one of the better boxing rivalries over the last decade or so. On Saturday, they completed their trilogy, and it was Canelo Alvarez who would walk away with a unanimous decision win. Alvarez was in control through probably six or seven rounds of the fight. You know, Triple G showed his warrior spirit late and kind of, you know, fought back at the end, but really Canelo seemed to be in control. A couple judges had it 115-113 for Canelo, which is pretty close. I did not have it that close. After the fight, Canelo Alvarez mentioned his desire to rematch against Dimitri Bivol, who he lost to recently. He wants to avenge that loss. That is his sole loss, really, in the last 10 years. And I don't know if Canelo can beat him, but I want to see the challenge. Canelo is willing to fight anyone. He's willing to take those risks. And that's why he is the fan favorite. Um, fun, fun fight weekend. Also, on the UFC side of things, Corey Sandhagen would get a win over Song Yudong. Corey Sanhagen would get a win at UFC Fight Night over Song Yadong. Uh, really fun fight up until stop uh, due to a cut. But Corey Sanhagen has been, you know, I know he's a he's a Vayner Sports client. Yes, I've had him uh, on the podcast, and he's the man. We've connected. We've we've had really really good conversations. Me and Corey Sanhagen. But for the last five years, he has been as exciting of a fighter to watch in the ufc I, I just want to give him as many roses as possible and we will finish up with our last story which is over in entertainment, entertainment. and i love this one right here as canelo alvarez has been cast Creed 3. Michael B. Jordan is directing Creed 3. This is a directorial debut. They are filming that movie right now. They announced over the weekend that Canelo Alvarez will be appearing in the movie. Michael B. Jordan was at the fight himself and the Creed movies, through the first two at least, they have loved using real boxers with real boxing pedigree as training partners in the movie, as opposing fighters in the movie. They've used Gabriel Rosado, Andre Ward to Tony Bellew. It's been it's been legit what they've done with some of the pro boxers. And I have zero doubts that Canelo Alvarez is a great addition to the Rocky and Creed franchise. I am very excited to see what he can do. Um, I would have liked to have seen Canelo during the Creed training montage when they go to the desert they're in the outdoor gym they're they're training with the the tire and they you know each fighter has to put one foot into that tire and then no one no one's allowed to leave the tire you learn how to fight in a telephone booth like that very very great training montage certainly one of my favorites in in sports movies but excited to see what they do with canelo alvarez in creed 3 That'll be it for today's episode of 731 a.m. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com. Follow 137 p.m. on all socials. Hop into our Discord. It's where you can chat. You can kind of be part of the family. We'll be back tomorrow. It will be a great, great week in New York. I'm excited. I'm going to try and bring on as many 137 p.m. team members onto the show this week. As always, remember, let's stay curious.